Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. Welcome back. Here's a fascinating nugget for you. Only 4% of the Amish population has a body mass index of 30 or higher. That means 4% of Amish adults have the disease of obesity, compared to over 40% in the general U.S. population. Another way of looking at these numbers is that we have 10 times the rate of obesity seen among the Amish. So as you might imagine, people in my field are pretty interested in learning exactly what it is that leads to such a tremendous discrepancy in weight. Additionally, the Amish have a longer lifespan and health span. They live longer, healthier, as well as lower rates of cancer, diabetes, and some other chronic diseases. Let's take a peek at some of their secrets. Of course, nutrition is quite different, and the Amish have an agrarian or farming culture. They actively work their land. Amish men walk over 18,000 steps per day on average, and women walk over 14,000. Compare that to the typical U.S. adults who average between three to 4,000 steps per day. They're highly active, beyond just their steps, doing planting, chopping, lifting, and other manual labor tasks necessary to run a farm. These folks are moving throughout their days, relying on their own bodies rather than on modern conveniences. And without TVs or smartphones, people have more time to do these manual tasks. We know that the Amish have a high rate of NEAT, N-E-A-T, that's non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is a fancy way of describing that the Amish move around a lot to complete their activities of daily living. The Amish are not hopping on Pelotons nor doing Pilates. They don't need to. Their entire day involves movement. The rest of us are often driving, even when running errands less than a mile from home. We're ordering things online, using remote controls, and we sit an extraordinarily large amount of the time. NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, includes all of the movement we get that is not deliberate exercise and contributes to our total calorie or energy burn each day. Things like fidgeting, walking, standing, and reaching contribute to our energy expenditure. When we get more NEAT, it's possible to increase our calorie burn by 2,000 extra calories per day. We used to think NEAT didn't include anything deliberate, but now that's changed. Is it still NEAT if you purposefully decide to park further away when you drive to the grocery store? Sure. Is it NEAT when you deliberately carry your groceries in a handheld basket rather than one that you push? Absolutely. We recognize now that we can and should pay attention to our non-exercise activity thermogenesis because doing so can reduce our rates of metabolic syndrome, diabetes, cardiovascular events, 
meaning heart attack and stroke, and all-cause mortality, which basically means we're less likely to die. In the past 50 years, we've seen a tremendous drop in the work-related energy expenditure, as well as the NEAT involved in housework. By the way, when I talk about energy expenditure, what I'm really saying is burning calories. So we burn fewer calories at work and at home these days. I'm thinking about my Roomba right now. Do you know what those are? The little round vacuum devices? I used to vacuum or sweep myself, but now I just bend down and push a button. There's no calorie burn involved in that. It's felt that this decrease in NEAT over the past 50 years has directly contributed to the weight gain we've seen in this country. In fact, 50% of adults have a diagnosis of physical inactivity. Actually, I had to pause when I called that a diagnosis. Is it actually a diagnosis? I popped over to Google and searched for the medical ICD-10 code for physical inactivity. Sure enough, your doctor could diagnose you with Z72.3 and charge your insurance company for that visit. Z72.3 is a lack of physical exercise. We should be identifying that as a diagnosis because it's contributing to the obesity epidemic and poses an increased risk of death from cardiovascular disease. There was a study conducted in Canada following 17,000 people for an average of 12 years. They found a higher risk of death from heart disease and stroke, as well as a higher risk of all-cause mortality, meaning death, the higher the amount of sitting time. So basically, they found if you sit more, you die sooner. Of great concern, getting leisure time physical activity didn't reduce the impact of this sitting time. When this study came out, there was a flurry of talk about sitting being the new smoking. And in a way, it's true. If you sit at your desk for 10 hours a day, then drive home and sit on your couch all evening, even if you stop at the gym and work out on your way home, you can't fully undo all of that sitting time. With one quarter of adults getting absolutely no exercise, and so many of us suffering from (laughs) Z72.3, which is what I'm going to call physical inactivity from now on, it's time to pay attention to NEAT as a lever we can pull to improve public health. I'm talking to those of you who hate the thought of exercise directly. Serve yourself some NEAT on a platter because it will make a difference. I hope I enunciated that so you don't think I said meat on a platter. That's neat. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Serve it up. You can do it. Now, what about the impact on weight? Does it really matter? Let me tell you, it does. I personally think of NEAT as more of a tool for prevention of weight gain than a tool for weight loss, but the data says it can contribute to both. Would you like to know some specific things you can do to get more neat? You can do your own yard work and hand wash your dishes. Cooking, sweeping, gardening, and laundry are all ways to increase the number of calories you burn each day. You can pace around while on the phone, play fetch with your dog, rake some leaves, shovel some snow, clean out a closet, or rearrange your furniture. 
you might make an effort to climb more stairs, both at home and at work, or when you go to an office for an appointment. I personally have a little rule about that. If it's under five flights of stairs, I'll always walk up, as long as I'm not carrying anything fragile or wearing high heels. That's just a practical exception. On the way down, under 10 flights of stairs is worth the walk. Of course, I can invite myself to do more flights, but this is my minimum baseline. How about you? You might remember from a recent episode that when presented with an option between stairs and escalators, only 2% of people take the stairs. I can't believe that statistic. Come on, smarties, be a 2%er. Get on those stairs. It's a great minimum baseline. Even bouncing your leg while watching TV is more movement than being completely still. These little things matter when you pay attention to them every single day. I think some of you know that I am never still when I'm brushing my teeth. I do all sorts of things, usually squats or lunges. Sometimes I'll walk up and down a flight of stairs or step up and down on a step stool or the edge of the bathtub. Or I'll simply go up and down on my tippy toes. That's what I mean when I talk about deliberately increasing your neat. Walk on your errands, definitely. But even something as small and silly as using two minutes of toothbrushing to move around is going to add up. In fact, let's do that math, shall we? I brush my teeth a minimum of twice a day, sometimes three times. Let's call it twice at two minutes a piece for an average of four minutes of brushing daily. Now, let's multiply that times 365 days per year. Four times 365 is 1,460 minutes of NEAT annually. If you're not an exerciser, this is your episode. Think about it. You could rack up almost 1,500 minutes of NEAT a year simply by moving when you brush your teeth. Put on some music and dance while you brush. You've got this. Now, it's time to set your NBA, your next best action. I can only hope that it involves dancing while brushing your teeth or a plan to cure your diagnosis of Z72.3. But wait, before you leave, this week is your last chance to get a free membership in our 12-week webinar-based Smart Weight Loss Coaching Program. How do you register for our raffle? It's so easy. Go to smartweightlosscoaching.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom. You'll find a brief form. Simply enter your name and email and write the word raffle in the comments section. We're extending the raffle through February 29th in honor of Leap Year. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more support during your smart weight loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart.